Hi, and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. My name's Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and currently a board-certified behavior analyst working at a private center. The whole goal of this podcast is to help you with balance. So you'll have some episodes helping you at work and other episodes helping you outside of work. I hope you guys are excited to dive into today's episode. Let's get started. It's wild to think back to two years ago. It was August 2020. I was working on supervision towards becoming a board-certified behavior analyst. I was stressed. I felt defeated. I felt like I'd finally worked up the courage to chase my dreams, only to have it snatched away from me. In that moment, I didn't know I'd be a BCBA within a year, and now here we are doing the one year since becoming a BCBA recap. But before we dive in, let's go back just a little bit in case you don't know my journey to becoming a BCBA. I was a special education teacher working in a self-contained classroom for students with autism spectrum disorders grades three to five. I was in a master's program for special education while I was teaching, and I really enjoyed the one behavior-focused class I took. I graduated with my master's in 2015. I graduated in May and immediately, starting in June, enrolled in a graduate certificate program for applied behavior analysis. I was 25 years old, and I was absolutely sure I was going to become a BCBA until I started the classes. Those were some of the hardest classes I've ever taken. It absolutely kicked my butt. I felt very discouraged in the program. I felt like if I can barely make it through the classes, how could I possibly pass the test to become a BCBA? And even if by some miracle I passed the test, how would I know how to do the job? I did finish the certificate in 2017, but I pretty much just put that dream on a shelf. But then I got stuck. See, the problem was I really didn't like teaching. I do have some other podcasts about that in the show notes, so I won't go into too much depth, but I just didn't have the same joy other people have when they saw their students making progress in reading and in math. Now, that's not to say I didn't care. Obviously, it was super cool to see my students make progress, but that's not where my passion was. I just wasn't an academic person, but I loved everything else about my classroom. I felt frustrated because I wanted a job where I could just do the parts of the job that I love and drop the parts of the job that I didn't love. So when I met a BCBA in 2019 who completely aligned to my vision, I started second-guessing my decision. I still didn't think becoming a BCBA was the right choice for me, but I thought maybe I could go work at her clinic in a different capacity. She owned the clinic, and it was pretty much everything that I wanted. I finally worked up the courage to leave my teaching job, and I started working in her clinic summer of 2019. I thought I would try the clinic out just to see if I even liked the job. She brought me in as a master level therapist doing direct one-on-one therapy with children. When I started that summer, I was a substitute therapist filling in. But in the fall, I got scheduled with clients. I quickly fell in love with the job. Being in a work environment that was filled with BCBAs and other people working in the field felt so much more supportive than when I was in the classroom. And within six months, I knew I was ready to go for it. I'm a huge planner, so my husband and I sat down and we mapped out exactly how long it would take me to do the coursework, when I was going to try and test, and build in some buffer room. I knew that the boards were changing their task list in January 2022, so they were changing the test, and I didn't want to have to go back and take more classes, so I was determined to pass the test before December 2021. On March 9th, 2020, I signed up to do supervision at my center. 
I expected to be completely done with supervision in February 2021. Even building in a little bit of buffer room, I thought I would start testing by April. Little did we know that a pandemic was going to completely shut down the world and delay my plans. So much so that I blew through that two-month buffer zone before spring was even over. By August, I felt like there was absolutely no way I could catch up. But I did. I worked my butt off from September 2020 to May 2021 to get caught up on all the supervision hours. I did have to take the test twice, but I passed in July 2021, right after my 31st birthday, so six years after I first had the dream pop into my head, and six months before my personal deadline, and here we are one year later already doing a reflection. It's been a whirlwind for sure, and the reflection is actually going to look different than what I originally anticipated, because the truth is, a lot of the world is still pretty different from before the pandemic. We don't have as many clients as we used to. The clients that I was working with as a therapist in 2019 are now school-aged, so they're not in the center as much. This is actually really different than what I thought it was going to look like, but that's not to say I don't like it. So let's talk about the good, the bad, and everything in between. So most importantly, I genuinely love the job of being a BCBA, and I think a lot of people can relate to the fear of what if you finally accomplished whatever it is that you want and then you don't like it, but I do really like it. So the first thing that made me decide the second time that I wanted to try and become a BCBA at the clinic was the fact that I missed the paperwork, which I know sounds kind of crazy, but I would see BCBAs using ABLES or VBMAP to assess students, and I wanted to be doing that. Documenting progress, analyzing data, creating plans, that's my jam. That's what I liked doing as a teacher, and I knew if I wanted to be in charge of that kind of stuff, now I had to go the route of being a BCBA, and I have loved that part of the job, and I've already gotten to experience some new things. I did extensive potty training for the first time in November. That was a huge push of my confidence. Having therapists and parents look to me for guidance and I'm having to make decisions, I did have a BCBA right by my side, but being able to prove to myself that I could write intensive plans and train other people on them was a really good feeling and now I can put that in my toolbox of other things that I can do with future clients. I really enjoy the training aspect. It's fun to watch therapists fall in love with the job. I love being able to help them and support them in what they do. It's always fun when I come to the center and a therapist is so excited to share something that happened during their session. I really enjoy working with parents as well and I really enjoy not teaching content lessons. I feel like I have a lot of the things now that I enjoyed in the classroom and I was able to ditch a lot of the things that I didn't. And of course, I have to mention that I'm part-time and I love that too. I have a lot of flexibility in my schedule. So when my brother, who lives in California, does have to travel home on a work trip, I can usually arrange to have the afternoon off to meet him for lunch. If I were to wake up sick or my dog needed to go to the vet, I can just move my schedule around to take the afternoon off or the day off. I often work from home. I usually work from home actually 25 hours a week, if not more, and I'm a homebody. So getting to work in my office with my puppy sleeping at my desk is incredible. That's another part of the job I really like, but it comes with its downfalls, which will lead us into what I have not liked about being a BCBA, especially a part-time one. I'm someone who thrives on structure. I didn't realize I liked having someone tell me where I was supposed to be and when until I didn't have that anymore. It was super hard for me when I had to first start building my own schedule and deciding when I would see my kids. I'm in a much better groove now, but I felt lost in the beginning because it was so different than what I was used to. Another weird thing that I get caught up on, 
I don't have paid leave because I'm a part-time employee. So actually, I genuinely generally have like X number of hours to work with each client. If I'm going to take time off, I just restructure my month. So when I traveled to California for Christmas, I just took the last week of December off and made sure I got all of my hours in in the first three weeks of December. It's not difficult to do, but I feel very weird going out of town and not having anybody actually tell me it's okay. Like, I'm in charge of my own schedule. If I'm getting my work done and no fighting team members, I'm traveling, I'm fine. But, you know, in the school system, I've been like right down on a piece of paper that I'd be gone from, you know, this date to this date. And my boss would sign off saying I could go. The autonomy has just been difficult for me to adjust to. And I know that's going to sound weird because a lot of people thrive with autonomy, but I'm someone who likes to know I'm doing the right thing. And I want someone else to tell me it's okay. And that's just not what being a part-time BCBA is like. And I didn't expect that to be hard for me. Also, because I'm part-time, I'm not salary, I'm hourly, so I'm only paid for the hours that I work. When I have one client go to the beach for a week and another client out sit for a week, I might lose a lot of hours, and then my pay is not the same, it's a huge variable. I'm able to manage that, but I always like to point that out, especially people who see that I'm a part-time BCBA and might be interested in that. It's not that my pay itself is super different than a teacher. It's just significantly different how much I make each month. And it's been an adjustment to be able to plan accordingly for that. Also, this is going to be true for both part-time and full-time BCBAs. I despise working with insurance. Most BCBAs feel the same way. But coming from a teaching position where everything was an IEP team decision, it's weird to talk on the phone with someone who's never met my client and have to plead my case about why he needs services. Every insurance company is so different and they change what they want constantly. I hate not knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. I loved working on IEP teams and I had a pretty good rhythm. I'm still not getting there as a BCBA and that's been frustrating. Another thing that's going to be pretty similar for a lot of people tuning in is there's a lot of turnover. I saw that in the schools as well, but this is different. As a BCBA, I might have one client at the center and another one in their home 15 miles away. I can't support both of them at the same time, and I'm limited to how much time I get to spend with each kid based off of their insurance plan. As a teacher, I had all of my kids in the same room, or at least in the same school, and I was just there in the school with them the entire school day. I might have had a lot going on, it might have been super tough, but it's not like one kid got sent home because I didn't have the staff to cover him. Now I legitimately cannot be in two places at once, and it sucks when I don't have a staff member to help cover all of the kids. I've learned to manage that a lot more, but I remember feeling super panicked in the fall when I didn't know how to prioritize which kid I should go to on a certain day. Some of those worst parts of being a BCBA that I just mentioned would be alleviated if I were a full-time BCBA, but that's just not the right choice for me. First, my center had three of us become BCBAs within a year of each other, and as an individual clinic, so we're not in a network, there's just not enough clients to support three new full-time positions, especially in the wake of the pandemic. Also, when I signed on in March 2020, I made it clear I wanted to be part-time anyways, so it's a bit of a null point, but even outside of that, being part-time is the best choice for me. And the most important thing is I'm doing much better now than when I first started last summer, and that's to be expected. I have a much better working relationship with people now. I've gotten a lot better at asking for help, advocating for myself, and expressing when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Team members can't help you if they don't know you need help, so although it's been difficult to open up, it's also helped me a lot in this new field. 
Our fall semester starts in about three weeks, and this time last year, I was still waiting to get licensed by the state. I had no idea how to kick off a new semester. This year, I have a very clear plan of what I need to do, and that helps me prioritize. And I bet this time next summer, I'll feel even more confident. On a final note, I'm always asked to compare teaching and being a BCBA, and I don't think I can do it because the job and the structure of the job is incredibly different. Comparing a full-time position to a part-time position is nearly impossible, but I can say I'm so happy I took this step. I do miss being a therapist sometimes because I don't get to have as much face-to-face time with kids as I used to, but I know the role that I'm in now best meets my strengths and what I enjoy doing the most. I'm also the most Nicole I've ever been, and what that means is I have a work-life balance now that I couldn't dream of when I was teaching. That has been the best change in every way from my physical health, my mental health, my relationship with my husband, the type of dog mom I am, everything. I do think it's possible to have that home life balance when you're a teacher. I just think for me, because I was so stuck, the change was needed. And although I think a part of me will always miss teaching, I'm in such a better place now. And for that, I'll always be grateful that I took that first step. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you guys found something useful and you can always come visit me on Instagram at Adaptation Station for more content all about work and life. I hope you guys join me for the next episode and have a good one.